This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is the uh, headline that made me chuckle the most looking through uh, the news today. Driver tried to switch places with his dog on DUI stop in Colorado town, police say. (laughs) (laughs) 28-year-old driver (laughs) was pulled over on suspicion of a DUI this past Saturday night in Colorado, small town. The uh, police chief who conducted the traffic stop said he was approaching the vehicle when he witnessed the driver attempt to switch places with his dog. (laughs) In the Dodge Challenger, both of them were in. Um, The suspect, who had clear signs of intoxication, according to police, got out of the passenger side of the car and told the chief he wasn't the one driving. (laughs) His damn dog. He's been doing it for years. I keep telling him it's dangerous. But you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Guys, take him away. Throw the book at him. When the police chief asked whether or not he'd been drinking alcohol, the man tried to run away. (laughs) But they got him. And he left his buddy behind? This guy's just a bad guy all around. Yeah, you can't leave the dog hanging like that. I think somebody needs to explain to this guy what DD stands for. It's not dog driver. (laughs) Designated dog? No. (laughs) Imagine I got the, a DD off the furlock. My dog's driving. Imagine if the cops fell for it and arrested the oh, dog. As you were. Oh, we need some special dog cuffs here. <laughs> or the dog wasn't drunk. So the dog oh, yeah, should be able, as right. long as the dog has a valid driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> Keep moving. The dog's got glasses on. Oh, you know this guy's had too much to drink. <laughs> Just getting him home safely, officer. The dog pulls away. The officer's like, okay, the dog's not, hasn't been ringing. Go ahead. <laughs> and then as the car pulls away, the officer's like, hold on a Wait second. Hold a, <laughs> <laughs> a fast one on me. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the 28-year-old man was also, um, he had some outstanding warrants, so he mm. found himself in some hot water down there in Colorado. Yeah. I was th- I was thinking about a movie plot the other day, and this would work perfectly for it. What happened to Air Bud after he like is old? Remember, the- washed up Air washed Bud. Washed up. He's like, I used to be somebody, you like know? Dickie Roberts, child star exactly. with uh, <laughs> with David Spade, except yeah. a dog. Like any professional athlete or, <laughs> or collegiate athlete whose glory days are far behind them, I could see air bud you know with one of his buddies in a challenger yeah one last hurrah looking for the comeback (laughs) the taz and jim podcast boss brad just uh barged into the studio (laughs) he looks excited to tell us a story what's going on i don't actually feel that excited about it it was it was really weird i just went downstairs to get a coffee i went to the starbucks and i'm waiting in line to get a coffee and i'm just going through my instagram feed and a suggested post comes up for this account called Karen's or Nobody's. So I watch the video. I'm like, well, this is funny. I click on the account. I'm like, okay, well, this is just looks- videos of Karen's? This is just videos of of, of w- women just losing it on for whatever reason. Complaining about exactly. at a retail store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About whatever to the manager. As I hit follow on this account, I can see there's this other woman who's in this in the Starbucks. Her coffee's ready. She goes up and gets her coffee, goes and sits down. And then comes back up and asks them to put the lid on tighter because it's not tight enough. 
I'm like, how did my phone know that I was in the proximity of a carrot? (laughs) Wow. So not only is the phone listening, it's predicting the future. It's making things happen. Wow. (laughs) Can you put the lid on tighter? Did she ask the manager to do it or did she ask just the person? No, no, just just ask the the person behind the counter to put it on tighter. Did she have more than one item in her hands? Uh, No. No, so she, she would have been able to put the lid on tighter herself? It's the principal, Taz. She like, shouldn't have to. Yeah. You, well, you, you get the coffee. You'd, you'd get it when you, you pick it up and you walk it back to your, like, you would know. Then it's your responsibility, you're saying. And often it's because you squeeze the cup too hard and it pops the lid up yourself. Could be. I don't know. Mm. I just, like, I, I give up. Yeah, you should have filmed her and, and, and then and uh, posted uh, Yeah. Her. Here's one for you, Karen's in the no, Wild or whatever it's called. <laughs> Karen's in the Wild. I bet you there is a Karen's in the Wild, too. <laughs> Karen's Gone Wild yeah. is something completely different. Oh, boy. I'll give you a manager to complain to. <laughs> what? So, yeah. I, you know what? The phones are always, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're called smartphones for a reason. They're always exactly. listening. The per, the the barista uh, I was very thankful to. I must have said thank you three times to her. Okay. Yeah. Like, so you, like, you, thank you, tried thank to, you. you tried to counteract the Overcompensate customer. for the camera. I don't Karma. even need a lid. <laughs> Thanks. You know what? Just dump it in my lap. <laughs> I actually put the lid on myself because it's a reusable cup. How I mean, there you go. Brad just came in yep. for the humble break. That story <laughs> was made up. He just wanted everyone to know that he's saving the planet. <laughs> saving the planet. I can put my One own reusable cup, cup on a coffee. Time. <laughs> okay, well, enjoy your coffee. I'm yeah. sure it costs you like eight bucks. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is how I spent my afternoon yesterday. Um, the Ukrainians have moved out of my basement. My wife's uh, second cousins from Ukraine were living with us for a while but they've got their own apartment, needed to get the internet hooked up, but they were both working, so they needed someone to be at the apartment for them. I volunteered. Had to be there sometime between noon and 5 p.m. Oh, of course. (laughs) And they showed up at 4.55? No, they they actually, they showed up about midway, so around 2 p.m. Okay. Guy shows up. Comes in, does a look around the par- the apartment, looking for a phone jack or a cable, whatever he's looking for. Uh, then he went back outside to go down to his van. So I'm sitting there in the apartment. Ten minutes pass. Twenty minutes pass. I go downstairs to see. I'm like, is everything okay? You got what you need? He's like, yeah, I, I think I found the, the line going up to the, the apartment on the side of the house. I'm like, okay, awesome. Thinking, oh, this must mean that uh, he's going to get started here. Sure. I go back inside. I'm just sitting there waiting. Can't even surf the internet because <laughs> no they, they have no Wi-Fi. That's what the guy's there to do. I'd say another 25 minutes pass, and this guy's missing. I look out the window. can still see he's sitting in his van. I go back out, kind of look around the corner. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, just uh, I'll be right up. Comes up, he drops a modem down on the ground, and then he says, uh, can I use the toilet? Goes in the bathroom, pretty sure he had a crunch in the bathroom. Oh, boy. Now, he did leave the fan on afterwards, courtesy fan. At <laughs> least he could do. This guy's laying cable in more ways than one, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> he goes back outside. The van now disappears. Okay. It's gone. I'm like, oh, did he do it? And now I have to hook up the, the modem. So I take the modem out and I, I plug it all in, get it ready to plug into the wall. Um, 
The guy's now back in the driveway. So I go down. And he comes in. Finally, he gets the modem. He plugs it in the wall. This is an hour and a half he has been there. Probably has done six to eight minutes worth of work in that hour and a half. How many smokes did he smoke? He had a couple darts downstairs, I think. <laughs> I just wondering, what else are you doing with your hands? Which well, may explain the crunch sometimes if you're, oh, the nicotine they, gets dude, you going. If he had a coffee, too? It's over. <laughs> so, so I'm chatting with a guy making small talk, and he's like, yeah, you know, I subcontract to the company, and uh, and I get paid by the hour. So time has no meaning to me. And I was like, you dirty rat. <laughs> I am sitting around this apartment. This isn't even my, this is not my house. Yeah. I'm sitting here as a favor to somebody. Time does have meaning to me. I would like to get the heck out of here. And I could have done it an hour and 55 minutes ago if you had just plugged the damn thing in when you got here and flicked the switch on the side of the house. Yeah. It, 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 so this guy obviously is getting paid by the hour. He's stretching out every job as long as he can. Oh, I wonder how long it took him to have that bowel movement, too. I bet you he was on his phone. He was on the clock. For four extra well, minutes. Well, there was no Wi-Fi yet. So oh, yeah. I, well, he could have had data. Yeah. He could have had data on the phone. But because I've, I've had the cable guy, or sorry, the internet guy come by my apartment. All they, Was this like an apartment, like a third floor? And then they, because all they it's do is... In a, it's in a house. Okay. All they had to do, honestly... Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe is there something if you install cable or internet? Let me know. Is there a reason you need to sit in your van for an hour outside of the place, other than stretching the job out so you can get paid more <laughs> well, for at, doing less jobs? At the apartment I was at, it took it, it was mind boggling how quick it was. Ten minutes. The guy flipped a switch on like the yes. floor, and then but even at my house, I remember the guy was like in and out and like plugged in a modem, and it was like less than a half an hour for sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can find. Uh, issues at times but like i was watching them by the way is this he why did our, nothing is this why your internet is so expensive no compared to worldwide because don't they, think if this changed that the cable companies would pass the savings on to you jim they would just increase the profits hmm, it's making me suspicious here <laughs> i i understand i don't really blame the guy that's great that time has no meaning to you but it does for your customers. Yeah, when you're waiting around. Talking about my experience yesterday with the internet installer. Uh, he took an hour and a half at least to do a job that should have taken a lot shorter than that. Used the bathroom in the apartment. <laughs> and bragged about it, basically. Said, yeah, I get paid by the hour. Time has no meaning to me. We've got a little insight here. Someone in the uh, cable installation business is on the line. Go ahead. I don't know if you remember me or not. It's Scott from uh, Shaw Direct Satellite. Hey, Scott. I do remember, remember I you. I at your house. Please tell me I this couldn't... was the guy from yesterday. This is the guy no. who took a crunch in the toilet. <laughs> no. no, Scott, that's no. not you. Different guy, different company. morning. Yeah, no, totally different company. At any rate, um, it, that's totally unacceptable for what happens. Sorry. That's not what happens in this industry. The, these guys are paid hourly. They they should be paid piecework. Then they work faster. What's piecework mean? You get paid per job. Exactly. Not so the per hour. The more you do, the more you make. Yeah. Hmm. These guys that come in and do that kind of contract work are, are really hurting the industry, but... I just wanted to vouch for all the satellite guys and cable guys out there that 
We don't take crunches in people's houses. <laughs> it's fine if you do. If it, you're efficient with everything. Oh, I wasn't, again, oh, I was yeah. not it, complaining about the guy having to use the washroom. I was complaining about the fact that I had been waiting there already for two hours. He got there, and a job that could have been done in ten minutes took him an hour and a half to do because he gets paid by the hour, and he wanted to stretch it out. Absolutely. And you know how many calls I get from friends of mine that have that exact same thing happen? Oh, can you come over and help us? They just handed me a bag with all the equipment in it, and I have to hook it up myself. I would have rather have done that. If he yeah. left, like, here, give me the stuff, and I can hook it up and leave. What's a, what's a reasonable right. amount of time that an installer would come in and get the job done? For that kind of call, for one line, for an Internet call, uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm telling you, I watched the work he did. It was minimal. When I I was with a Rogers subcontractor way back in the day, we're talking 20 years ago, but uh, I would do 15 to 18 calls a day. Yeah, I think this guy would have been lucky to get four or five in yesterday. Exactly, and that's the downfall of paying these guys hourly. Well, he's living the dream. <laughs> I almost feel bad rounding him out because he does have a good little system going. If it's not for the fact that he's wasting everyone else's time, doesn't it kind of waste your own time too? When you're mailing it in, the day goes slower. Exactly. Like you're, you're in and out of the van. Like it must just be sickening, actually. Yeah, not for I this guy. Now, I guess. I I, he may have had an upset stomach. Like <laughs> well, he may have. He may have. Um, yeah, but uh, that, that's just not acceptable to do that. The Taz and Jim podcast. Last week on the show, we uh, introduced you to a, a guy named Patrick. Now, we've received a couple comments from people saying, is Patrick a real guy? Yes, he's a, one of our listeners. He called in because he had sent us a gift in the mail, a, mm-hmm. a handwritten joke book that he made for us. Anybody can buy one from Cole's bookstore, Indigo. But this guy wrote them down joke by joke. Handwritten joke book. Unbelievable. Very nice gift. So we got Patrick to to tell us some jokes, and I like it. He works clean, family friendly, mm-hmm. and he just seems like a sweet person. Um, earlier, Patrick called us. We didn't get time to uh, put him on the air, but I did record the call. So let's have a listen to uh, Patrick and maybe get a laugh here on a uh, on a Tuesday. You have my book of jokes, do you? We do have your book of jokes. Do you like them? We They're love great. them. In fact, so do our listeners. You you said a few jokes last week on the air, and people were texting saying, I want to have a beer with Patrick. He seems like an <laughs> awesome guy. <laughs> Are you going to tell some of the jokes on, on, on the air? Yeah. Okay. You got one for us? Would you like to tell a joke now, Patrick? All right. Um, what do you call a funny mountain? A funny mountain? I don't know. A hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, Patrick. Thanks okay. for calling. Okay, thank you. Keep calling. We Bye, love you. Patrick. Oh, yeah, I love you too. Let me see your peacock. Devin Peacock is here. Do we need to put an asterisk 
in the Baseball Hall of Fame next to Aaron Judge's name, that cheating rat. I think we need to put an asterisk behind his second home run last night uh, mm. because if you watch the video, he was doing the old side eye a couple times. They talked about it on the broadcast, and then right after he did it and again, he crushed like a 462-foot home run. Like he just demolished it. And it wasn't something where he was looking back at the the catcher. So he because he was looking to the side, like his head like, did not move. Yeah, his head didn't move. That's the funny thing. His head stayed perfectly still, like he was trying to hide what he was looking at. So he's what was he looking at? The dugout appears. Well, he said after the game that uh, the Yankees dugout was chirping the umpire, and he was looking over at them, wanting them to be quiet, just so he could get on with the bat because it's a six nothing game. You don't need to be causing trouble with the umpire. And Aaron Boone did get kicked out of the game. And so he, his explanation was he was looking over to, to see who was doing it and to get them to stop. One of the other explanations that uh, like some former players had was he was maybe looking over at the first base coach. Maybe he was looking at one of the players in the far end of the dugout to see if he could see where the pitch location would be for Alejandro Kirk. Maybe because they have pitch comps, now the players do. Um, sometimes if the, you, you say it's going to be a fastball, it's going to be a slider, what have you, the players will have a little microphone in their ear if it's too loud. A runner on base, a base coach can hear what the pitch is and they could somehow signal. So stealing signals is what Jays fans think was going on. 100%. And the Yankees do have a history. 2017, they were caught using smartwatches to tip off uh, their like guys at bat of what pitch was coming. So when you do that six years ago, it's pretty fresh in your memory. Some guys from that team would still be around, lots of people in the organization. You're going to have accusations like you're hearing this morning that he was somehow being tipped off, especially when the second time he did it, he crushed a home run. In his defense, Aaron Judges, it would be a bad strategy to tip your player off at what pitch is coming and make him take his eyes off the pitcher. You know, like the buzzing makes sense in your smartwatch because you can still pay attention to what's going on. But if you had to look to the side to read the pitch and then look back, not an efficient way to cheat. That's when the pitcher should have thrown the ball. <laughs> yeah, not right? with the pitch clock. Wait also, for him to look away. Well, the pitcher, Jay Jackson, didn't even know he was doing it. His, his fiance texted him after the game that it was happening. But the weird thing, hmm. what's weird about it is it's unusual for the better to take his eye off the pitcher and right. the ball because now you got to refocus you got to catch up on everything and so just to take suspicious. your it's suspicious to take your eye off the the play entirely is very suspicious i would tend to i know jays fans don't want to hear this i would tend to go along with the idea that he was not cheating at most he's getting location i generally like, if you are tipping off location, if you're tipping off pitches, that's on you. If there are ways for the team to figure out what the pitch is electronically, that should not be allowed. But if you're tipping something, that's part of the game. That's, well, on, that's on the team. What do you got over there? Well, Jeff? there was a, I thought I read something like this. There was a college baseball team that just got busted three days ago, and they had speakers in their helmets. The coach had to resign. Yes. <laughs> they had that wireless headset, and they were... P- p- Beaming in the, in the batting calls. helmets. And so, like, the, the ump must have heard something, and he got them because there's pictures going around where the ump is looking in their helmets, and the batter is obviously busted. But there are, like, everybody is trying to cheat. 
It's it's and how many people are cheating and not getting caught too, which is funny. Well, to what's think the about. saying? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Especially in baseball, they say that constantly. <laughs> baseball is the cheatingest sport it appears to be. We just had uh, was it Max Scherzer who got over a ten game suspension because he was using rosin, getting uh, sweaty, and he That's got right. he got kicked out. And so I thought that was a bit much. But when you look back at, at it again, you know he was unusually sweaty, and he was you know doing a little bit more. <laughs> unusually sweaty is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> to, to get an edge. And so everyone's looking for that edge. Ah, uh, well, what do, what do you think? You think Aaron Judge is going to keep his eyes straight ahead from now on? <laughs> like, if he doesn't, he's going to get in trouble. I mean, if he does it again, so once... You'll is, let it slide. Once mm-hmm. is like a, a coincidence. Twice, that's cheating. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I was almost late for work today, Jim. Uh-oh. Why? Because I didn't want to wake up from the dream I was having about Martha Stewart. <laughs> Have you seen her on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw her, yeah. How old is she? 80? 81. Yeah. And she's looking good. Martha Stewart, yeah, she is. Um, I mean, she's looking good, like... I, okay, first off. <laughs> oh, boy, be careful. No, there's no be careful. She looks fine. She looks good. She's 80. It's obviously uh, impressive. Listen, if Grandpa brought home his new girlfriend for Thanksgiving dinner and she looked like that. But Martha, Martha Stewart doesn't look like that. Sure she does. Not in real life. Okay, what are you going to say, that her pictures are touched up? Oh, I hate to tell you. All the pictures are touched up, buddy. I know. So it's not. So it's, hey, look at her at 80. I'm like, yeah, but, like, she looks fine. I, I wouldn't have said anything until I heard her in some interviews being like, oh, age. Oh, it's so blah, blah, blah. And that's what bothered me because it's fake. To be on the cover at my age was, uh, was a challenge. I think I met the challenge. For me, it is a testament to good living. And I think that all of us should think about good living, successful living, and not about aging. The whole aging thing is so boring. I want to see the untouched, uh, The I want to see somebody taking a photo of Martha Stewart while she's having her Why photo taken. Why are you hating on Martha Stewart looking... Super hot on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Because she's bragging about it like she didn't pay for it and that it's real. That's my problem. Listen, they everybody gets, uh, there's beauty products that are used. There's makeup. There's hairstylists. Mm-hmm. There's uh, clothing that lifts, that hides, <laughs> that uh, shapes. Not there's when all you're sorts a swimsuit of, cover There's model. all sorts of uh, secrets. Yeah. And what about every grandma who is 80 who looks in the mirror and says, how come I don't look like Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Taz, what about those ladies? Well, say it's not fair. How come I don't have a flat tummy? Because neither does Martha Stewart. How, what, have you seen Martha Stewart's tummy? I'm, I am making pretty big assumptions here, I'll be you, honest. You are. You're digging yourself a hole here. <laughs> You should have stopped at, yeah, she looks great. <laughs> okay, she does look great. But at what cost, am I saying? What do you mean, what cost? I, I don't get what, like, why you're crapping on Martha Stewart here. Let her have her moment. She's 81 years old, and she looks super hot on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Am I not making a vow? Like, aren't these all touched? Like, how much credit are we going to give her, you know? Because how, how? Why don't you want to give her credit for looking good for her age? 
because I just felt like talking about it. I don't know because everybody's saying how great she looks. I'm I'm thinking to myself seriously, what does she Are you actually jealous look like? Of Martha Stewart? <laughs> no, I'm just wondering how much of this is natural. Like, what does she actually look like in real life? How much plastic surgery does she have as well? I'd well, like I to know. I don't know. I have no idea. So. Okay, but then you go, oh, she's really holding it together. But no, she's not holding you, it together. But you don't know that either. Do yes, you, we do. How, uh, how much plastic surgery has Martha Stewart had? I don't and, know, but and, look and at her. And cite your source. Okay, I'll, I'll do some research, Taz. Martha Stewart's plastic surgery, and we'll see. Stewart plastic. Now you're doing your own research. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm going to do my own research. Why can't you just say Martha Stewart looks good on the... Martha Stewart, I have never had plastic surgery, she said in 2022. I don't believe it. Now she's lying. <laughs> Why You're do you hate Martha Stewart? <laughs> she should be put her back in jail. <laughs> I know Sports Illustrated's track record, and I know what most 80-year-olds look like, and if that's what she looks like in real life, all the power to her, good for her. Okay. Jim, thank you for standing up to the unrealistic beauty standards for 81-year-old women that has been set by Sports Illustrated with the Martha Stewart thing. And thank you for being Martha Stewart's bodyguard, <laughs> social media hey, bodyguard. I, th- I thought she looked great. Poor Martha. You better hope this doesn't get back to Snoop Dogg. I'm tweeting both of them right now with the audio. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Tuesday, May 16th, 2023, also known as National Barbecue Day. Get out there and do some grilling. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good opportunity to play this classic. Remember this one, Jim? I'm out of propane. I'm out of propane. <laughs> Need to get some more at the propane store. I'm out of propane. I'm out of propane. <laughs> Just have another drink. I'll grab another tank. Woo! Now I've got a furious wife and she's hungry. <laughs> getting hangry. <laughs> Should have switched to natural gas or some charcoal. You know, you know, she says that I can never do anything right. <laughs> and she's starving. She wants a chicken thigh. Why won't this stupid barbecue light? Come on now, come on now. I go to light the grill, but then nothing seems to happen. Oh, no, it won't light up again. F me. I'm out of propane. I'm out of propane. (laughs) Need to get some more at the propane store. I'm out of propane. I'm out of propane. Oh, wait, hold on a sec. No, I just forgot to open the tank. (laughs) Have heard over the years from many Taz and Jim listeners saying when they do run out of propane, that song instantly starts playing in their head. Oh, it's the first thing I think of in spring when I'm rolling the barbecue out. You know, from yeah. uh, where it was stored? I'm out of propane. Mm-hmm. I'm out of propane. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing to barbecue, Jim? What would you say? Uh, I like a good chicken breast consistently. I'll cook one a week maybe out there. I like. I, I Honestly, I love cooking hot dogs and burgers, though, on the barbecue as well for a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, survey was done, and you named, you named the big ones here. Yeah. Hamburger is number one in terms of what people love barbecuing. Uh, also, in order here, you got burgers, uh, chicken, hot dogs, number three, steak, number four. I would say a steak is my number one. Steak is great, but I don't eat them as much. Yeah, special occasion. Yeah. 
Burgers are good, too. I have a question for you. Do you grill your buns for hot dogs and burgers? Do you put them? Because sometimes I don't want them grilled. And sometimes they throw them on there. But sometimes it gets too grilled and they scratch the corners of my mouth. (laughs) I did it on the weekend. I tried to get uh, fancy. And I put the buns on maybe a little too long. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to time it perfectly because yeah. otherwise the buns just turn into giant crumb machines, right? Yeah. They're falling apart as you eat them. I, li- I like them warm and then like a little, just a little crispy. If you can just toss them on and take them off quickly, it's amazing. I'm kind of aboard the, the brioche train, to be honest. The sorry? A nice brioche bun. Really? Do you not enjoy a brioche? I've never barbecued. I've never used it on when I barbecue. I don't myself. toast the brioche. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just a nice. It's it's a nice soft bun. Hmm. And I, I don't know where it was thirty years ago. I feel like in the past five years, you're seeing brioche this and brioche that. I get the cheapest Wonder Bread looking <laughs> flour white awful buns. But the those cheapest are good, stuff. especially with hot dogs. Yes, you can't That's beat it. That's all you need. It's like a craft the... single slice of cheese sometimes. Right. It's a bun that basically dissolves as soon as it yeah. hits your tongue. <laughs> you right? can dip it in water and it'll disappear. Yeah, not bad. I'm starting to get hungry. Uh-oh. National Barbecue Day. Make sure you're not out of propane. Out, out of propane. propane.